from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, Cyber Gang, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. A short week, but it's Wednesday, Fe- September 6th. I was going to say February for some godforsaken reason. I'd like it to go back to being February, but it's not. We're almost end of year, September 6th, 2020. Three. Good morning, everyone tuning in live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, now X, Twitch, and Rumble. Thank you all, of y'all, for being here. I do see, I, I do know that um, our our LinkedIn feed may be a little scratchy. So if, if that's the case, please make sure to follow us on YouTube. YouTube and Twitter is where, um, and now X is is where we have the 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 kind of like best platform per se. LinkedIn great, but their their video platform is very very shaky. So just kind of saying that as a disclaimer. To everyone trying to watch us on LinkedIn or listening after the fact, if you're catching the rerun or, or you're catching this on your feed later, um, go to our YouTube channel, CyberHub Podcast. That's where you can find all the latest. Follow us on on X or, or Twitter. That's where you'll find all the latest, by the way, in our brand new show. Really happy. Uh, that's going to be dropping here very, very shortly. Um, um, and, and in fact, we, we feel like we have the first episode almost ready to go the first week of October. So, with that being said, that'll be a live show that'll only be exclusively available on YouTube, X, and Rumble. Uh, uh, sorry, um, um, Rumble, X, and uh, and and then uh, some parts will be here on YouTube, but obviously not all of it. Um, and then excited to share more about that in the next coming week or so. So with that being said, let's get started on this morning's show. But before we do that, join me for a coffee cup. Cheers with my double espresso here, y'all. Let's go ahead and get started with our deep dives this morning with this issue right here. The Well Fishing Kit is hijacking thousands of Microsoft 365 accounts. It's bypassing MFA. This specific uh, uh, attack vector is coming after security researchers have spent the last 10 months uh, working on what they consider to be Well's utilities and infrastructure used to set up around 850 phishing targets uh, that targeted uh, 800, uh, about 850 phishing that targeted credentials for more than 56,000 Microsoft 365 accounts, compromising around 8,000 Microsoft 365 corporate accounts. The Well phishing tool serves around 500 criminals in the cyberspace. They're uh, a business email compromise attack that are causing millions and millions of dollars worth of losses for organizations. I'm going to give you the deep dive of this because this is a very, very long report. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the short version and the long version of how to work on this. So one, these guys are very, very, very sophisticated. They understand exactly what they're doing. They're also understanding kind of the internal procedures that companies have. So they're essentially building it all out and they're understanding they're kind of if they're playing chess they're four steps ahead of us is is they say we're going to move here you're going to move here we know that so here's how we beat you we're going to do this and then here's how we're going to get you again by doing that and that's how they always do it um well launched in the well store which is an english speaking marketplace and it could promote and sell its tools to a close community of criminals their arsenal for tools just so you kind of get an idea is sm SMTP senders, uh, punny sender, and well sender, the malicious link stage or well redirect, a vulnerability scanner called Okilo, an automated account discovery utility named Control, and an email validator called Lompat. According to Group IB, which was the folks that did a lot of the work here, um, 
They were offering solutions for deploying business email compromise attacks from the initial stage to the victim, to the phishing lures, to the weaponization, to the actual emails, to the whole nine. I mean, fully, fully managed solution. I'll be sharing this on our CyberHub podcast social media pages here uh, shortly. The Kill Chain document by Group ID here is just phenomenal uh, when it comes to kind of helping you understand what these guys are doing. And the reason I say this and I bring it up is as practitioners, we all know identities at the core of everything we do in managing those threats is significant. And no matter how many phishing uh, uh, emails and trainings we do, there's still that human element that will click and all it takes is one. And remember, they can be wrong 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time, as long as they're right 0.1% and they know what they're doing, they can make it seem like 99.9% of the time we didn't do anything. That's the downside of being a security practitioner. While the well phishing attachment discovered in the wild, Group IB noticed that it was an HTML file. It displayed a website in an iframe by using a JavaScript obfuscator through a base64 encoding. So again, pretty standard type of obfuscation, by the way. At that point, they do bypass Microsoft 365 corporate accounts. They do this by either using an adversary or man in the middle type of technique where communication between the victim and the server passes through the well panel and then the well stores acting as a back-end system they're passing captcha verification they set up the correct fake login page they validate the victim account they obtain the target organization's brand identity they get the cookies for the login process they identify the type of account validate the password obtain an otp get an authenticated session cookie they then move on to do data theft fake invoice with the attacker payment info impersonating professional services to send fraudulent payment requests to clients classic bc fraud and disrupt malware and they're making a ton of money doing it they're only charging a few hundred dollars really for the tools but understand they're doing this in volume the other deep dive for us this morning is the dating website coffee meets bagel for those that are shark tank fans you may remember this as one of the deals that mark cuban tried to strike on the tank well their dating platform had an outage last week that upset a lot of very single people who were looking forward to meeting their soulmates using their app apparently they've experienced a worldwide outage users were obviously upset and apparently this is now attributed to a cyber attack this specific cyber attack though deleted company data off the servers and took down their entire production environment they've since tried to re-establish a secure environment for their team to restore production services they've notified law enforcement of the incident but if you take this one for at face value of what it is it's a disruption attack where they likely didn't invest a lot in cyber they cybersecurity. they likely didn't have a good uh, continuity plan and most likely we're starting to see a bit of a deployment of the wiper malware now again th these guys could not be mature enough to say we experienced a ransomware attack or don't want to say it, so to say they wiped our servers but the same could be said there as well and the crypto casino that is one of the more popular sorry here all of my uh for some reason here uh moving screens has kind of screwed this up stake.com loses 41 million dollars to hot wallet uh attackers the cryptocurrency casino stake.com announced that it's ethereum and bsc hot wallets had been compromised to perform unauthorized transactions reporting about 40 million dollars in crypto stolen the platform immediately reassured users that their funds were safe on the x platform during that time, several users reported that they were impacted by the situation and were unable to deposit or withdraw on stake.com. They've informed the community that services have resumed and users can now deposit and withdraw in all currencies again. 
blockchain investigators uh, Peck Shield and Zach XBT, who followed the money trace, reported that the uh, attackers stole $15,700,000 in Ethereum and another $25,600,000 in Binance, Smart Chain, and Polygon. This brings the total to $41,300,000, making this one of the highest yielding crypto heists so far in 2023. Uh, this is likely going to be attributed to the North Koreans. That's their MO. German financial regulator Boffin was experiencing a DDoS attack over the weekend that had partial outages going on. The website appeared to be working for users on Tuesday. However, over the weekend, the website did have issues with that. Boffin is the German financial regulator. It supervises around 2,700 banks and 800 financial services institutions and around 700 insurance companies. So they're back online now. We'll move to some quick updates here around patching. Chrome 116 has been updated, addresses four high severity vulnerabilities reported by external researchers. Um, so you want to make sure you get your Chrome updated there. GhostSec leaks source code of alleged Iranian surveillance tools. Uh, GhostSec has made the source code for what it's called a powerful surveillance tool openly available in a 26 gigabyte file, but FanNap uh, denies its legitimacy. FanNap is the financial alleged uh, Iranian FinApp group is uh, an alleged kind of financial regulator per se, or some sort of oversight. It's 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 a uh, Iranian provider of technology and financial to financial services in the IT sector in Iran, but apparently they're actually more of like the NSO group or Celebrite of Iran with very very similar tools for spying on people, including the Ben the Benama video surveillance using facial recognition. Bayab, a car GPS and tracking system, Bacon, a car license plate recognition system, and Bacard official recognition system for printing ID cards. In particular, GhostSec is alleging that the software is deployed across all branches of Iranians. Prasagard Bank, an investor in FNAP, it's built on microservices architecture, contains a Kafka from Apache that is likely used for real-time processing of video data from multiple, multiple sources. It's using Reddit and Postgres to store Metadata or analysis results functions interact with IP cameras and services for system monitoring, essentially a very, very powerful tool um, used by the Iranian regime to spy on their own people. And one of our very own, Mudge, has joined the ranks of CISA on Monday as they've added him as one of the prominent voices preaching the gospel of security by design and security by default development principles. Zatko, who was the former CISA over at Twitter, now X, blew the whistle on the social media company before Elon Musk uh, bought the platform, he's since been under whistleblower protection. A statement from CISA boss Jen Easterly confirmed Mudge's addition as a senior technical advisor to work on shaping co a culture of security by design everywhere. So a great hire by CISA and really exciting stuff. And finally, a lot of rumors circulating yesterday about United Airlines going through a cyber attack. They're saying, nope, that wasn't the case. The uh, United Airlines is saying a software update caused a widespread slowdown in United's technology systems, which had them pause all takeoffs of all of their flights nationwide. By the late afternoon on Tuesday, United had canceled only seven flights, well below its average of 16 per day over the busy day Labor Day weekend. So uh, 350 United flights were delayed. Uh, that's about 13% of the carrier schedule yesterday. So uh not too shabby, but not a uh, not an issue, not a cyber issue, at least. That's that. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up this very, very busy, busy September week as we head into the fourth quarter of this year. 
Thank you all for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Substack for all the latest and greatest. And can't wait to share with you all the brand new show we're going to be launching. It's going to be a live show Thursdays at 9 p.m. You won't want to miss it. So then have a great rest of your day, y'all, and stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.